Welcome to the Nativist Podcast, where we tap into our instinct and natural power to live intuitively. The ultimate goal is to leave the world healthier and more beautiful than we found it. It all starts on the individual level by cultivating our mind-body connection. Whether you're on a healing journey or just want to look and feel your best, I hope by the end you feel a little happier, a little more inspired, and a little more invested in yourself and the world. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Hi, welcome. Welcome to the Nativist Podcast. Today will be another short episode, which as of late have been more and more the case. And part of that, I just want to say, I just always want to be mindful about the content I produce and put out in the world. I don't want to put out content just to put out content. I respect your time and my time more than that. I don't want to say anything that's stale, that doesn't feel meaningful to me. And if that means that I'm inconsistent, I guess so be it. I'm really trying to find my flow with that and my groove with that because, I, again, I don't want to put out content because I need to. I want it to come from the heart. I want it to be valuable. And gosh, that's not a great business plan, though, I got to tell you. And it's inconsistent. So thank you for listening, if you're listening. Thank you if you're a longtime listener. Thank you for sticking with me as I figure this out and I find my groove, but thank you. And so today's topic has been something that's been increasingly on my mind, especially over the last few years. And well, years, year, a couple of years, I don't know. I don't know, increasingly on my mind. And that has been to let life be easier. Life has its challenges, sure. And so we're not going to throw a positivity wash over it all and say, oh, life is easy and life is great and life is all sunshine and rainbows. And it's not. And if you've been my friend for any number of, for any amount of time, I'm a big believer in the value and the importance of those shadows and those rain clouds and the rain and the valleys, because that's what contrast with the peaks and the sunshine and all of that stuff it all has value and it's good and I've referenced her book before Susan Cain's book where she talks about the beauty of melancholy and if you're one of those people who finds beauty and joy actually in that like in sad songs bittersweetness I love it I myself do I've always been weirdly comforted by sad songs and weirdly cheered by sad songs and certain bittersweet moments in life that's kind of another vein of topic, but that's just how I feel. I mean, there's such value in all of that. So this isn't that kind of episode where we're going to say, just put a smile on your face and all will be well. And life is always easy. It's not, it's tough sometimes. It really is. But not to say that you can't find value in that and comfort in that. I know this sounds antithetical and it sounds weird, contradictory but really there's just such beauty in life and I just find also romantic and cool and interesting and dynamic but coming back you gotta rein me in coming back to this topic it's just about letting life be as easy as it can and not making it harder and not making it harder on yourself and letting your experience of it be as wonderful as it can be 
And that's not my default. My default is to make it hard. My default is to really complicate things and to make things more difficult than they need to be and more complicated and more complex and more nuanced and everything. And nuance is good, but I just really have a way of adding an extra layer of complexity that's not even necessarily there. And I notice that just in everyday things I do, I'll be washing the dishes and I'll frantically be washing the dishes and I'll just feel so rushed and so pressured when I really have no deadline urging me on. There's really nowhere I need to be and I just naturally find myself just so on edge and my body is all tensed up for no reason. And so I've really tried to call my mind to that and really be aware of that and stop and take a deep breath and just loosen my body and bring my shoulders back down and calm myself. And ironically, the gut kicker is that that actually makes me perform more efficiently and faster. So it's when we calm ourselves down, that's really when we can flow with whatever we're doing and do a better job anyways and have a better experience doing it. So I've really tried to be aware of that and be mindful of that. And just in life, whatever you're doing, whether you're doing a project for work or something for your family, whatever it is, are you making it harder than it needs to be? Whether you're, let's say you're planning a party, does it really need to be as hard as you're making it? And I'm an overthinker. You might be too. I definitely am. And so it feels so liberating to me sometimes to just make a quick decision because usually I will spin out over, well, is that the most cost-effective way to do it? Is that the most efficient way to do it? And I will spend hours researching the best way to do to <laughs> do a load of laundry. <laughs> no, kidding you not. And I will just spend so much time trying to do the optimal version of it instead of just doing the dang thing or making a decision, just deciding on something, choosing a toothpaste, I will spin out over that instead of just choosing one and then pivoting later if I need to and just telling myself if I need to course correct later, I can. If I need to pivot later, I can. If I need to return this because I have an allergic reaction, I can't eat. Like more often than not, you have a chance to pivot and to course correct and to remedy the situation if you need to. And more often than not, actually, you don't even need to. And something I realize more and more the older I get is your time is worth something too. So maybe you're considering some options and one is just more convenient and would save you some time. Maybe you decide to outsource. Gosh, talk about simplifying your life. I used to be so stubborn because I insisted on doing something myself. If somebody else can do it, then I will prove that I can do it too. Constantly needing to prove myself, but my time is worth something. And so that is a secret that many successful people know is the value of their time, of your time. And so they would outsource. Doesn't mean that they couldn't do it. It just means that their time is better spent doing something else. And, or let's say that you're considering some options and you view it through convenience. So maybe this option, for dinner or for whatever product that you're considering is more convenient and would take less time to buy, to use, to whatever. 
that counts for something and that is a way to simplify your life. I do still believe in making good mindful choices. I mean, I think there's a balance there, right? You don't want to just be so impulsive that you don't put any thought into what you're doing, but you can save yourself a lot of time and effort and energy by just doing, by just going for it. Whether you're making a decision on a house, whether you're deciding on a pair of shoes, whatever it is, just going for it. And that can pendulum swing you back to center and back to balance if you're an overthinker like me. And that takes so much energy to overthink. It takes so much energy to get lost in your thoughts and to stress and to, I mean, just thinking itself, it burns calories. It really does. Your body is using energy. And so the more you're thinking and spinning out, especially if it's non-productive, especially if you're rehashing something in your mind, that really can suck a lot of energy from you. And even just your body, if you're tensed up all the time, I know I am constantly tensed up. And my sister and I talk about this more and more lately too, just our awareness of how tense we typically are and our natural state is just to hunch our shoulders and just to be tensed. And that sucks a lot of energy from you. Literally, it sucks a lot of energy from you. It's a total energy suck. And that takes a lot of energy for your muscles to constantly be in that state, for your body to constantly be in that state. And that inhibits flow, that inhibits lymphatic flow. And the lymphatic system is another recent interest of mine. And I've really attributed a lot of my continuing health issues to that, just those issues that I just can't quite resolve and I can't quite figure out or I haven't been able to understand in the past. I think a lot of it has to do with my lymphatic system and I think a lot of that has to do with, because I have some swollen lymph nodes that keep swelling and then I'll be able to bring them down. I have some techniques I've learned and then they'll just swell again And I think a lot of it has to do with just my tenseness and how I'm just on edge all the time. And even in the past, because I've chilled out a lot from how I used to be when I was younger. And so I remember this was a while ago, probably I was mm, 25. And so 10 years ago, that's sobering to think about. But I had felt the chillest I'd ever been in my life because I just felt like I'd mellowed out the older I'd gotten. And I just had some blood work done. So my doctor called and we were reviewing the results. And I remember I was kind of excited to hear about the cortisol results because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to nail this one. And he's like, your cortisol is off the charts. Something needs to change. Your stress level, whatever is going on. And this was a new doctor, so we really didn't know each other well. And he's like, you got to do something about your stress level. And that was me thinking oh my gosh, I am just easy breezy, free flowing, living life, feeling good. No, I mean, even still, just my default is just stressed. And so, I mean, it's been a decade since then and I've just continually tried to ease up on myself and that's still something I'm continually working on, even still. But think about just how much that requires of your mind and your body to constantly be hypervigilant and alert and stressed that takes a lot out of us. 
And that's not as fun. I mean, I kind of want to enjoy life, don't you? Even enjoy as much as I can the hardships and the challenges. I don't want to be miserable. And a lot of that has to do with our perspective. And a lot of that is within our control. And perspective is huge. And our frame of mind and how we frame things. And physiologically, how we're providing for ourselves and empowering ourselves and caring for ourselves. And meditation. We've heard how good it is for us. But truly, it is profoundly and deeply beneficial for us on multiple levels. And I'm preaching to you. And preaching to me, I, I know how good it is and still I don't make time for it daily and I'm just constantly renewing my commitment. So if you're already a consistent, solid meditator or breath worker, awesome. High five. Good for you. I'm still not quite there. So come with me, renew your commitment, make your commitment and or renew it and Let's just take care of ourselves, right? Let's give ourselves the tools we need. Let's empower ourselves. Let's do what we can do. And if you're listening to this at a time in your life where you have a zillion things going on, maybe you're a new parent, maybe you're just a parent, maybe you're a professional who has a lot of work projects, a lot of items on your plate, and you just feel stretched so thin, maybe you have a family emergency or you're caring for a a parent or whatever is going on in your life. I can throw out a million scenarios. Just, I know that it gets annoying when people tell you to just make time for you and just slow down and chill out because you're like, I don't have that luxury right now. So whatever you can do, even just taking five seconds here and there, I mean, you don't need to set a huge goal for yourself that just becomes a huge obstacle and just feels so demotivating at least it does for me and I remember I don't know if it was James Clear's Atomic Habits book I think it might have been but one of the best pieces of advice I've heard on this is to set your steps and your increments so low so let's say that you want to learn to you want to train to run a marathon so that first time Like that first day, I don't know if this was his specific progression, but you don't even have to go for a run. Like start so slowly where you just put out your shoes by the door. That's the first day. And then the next day, you go for a run for 30 seconds or a minute or two minutes or whatever. I mean, it just sounds so laughingly low, these these incremental goals but that's the point because then you're just kind of like rearing to go because you're just like, no, like I'm ready for the next. I'm ready for the next. That's what you're doing is you're fueling your fire. So let's do that. So let's like meditate for 10 seconds the first day and then just incrementally build it up. And it works. That freaking works because that's been a long time technique that I just have found on my own that I've used just that I stumbled upon just one day I was just like, oh, I don't really feel like working out today. So I will work out for 10 minutes and then I will give myself permission to quit. Every single time I've resorted to that, every single time, just that first hump, that first initial inertia, that's redundant, that inertia at the onset, once you get over that, then all of a sudden you're good. And actually there have been workouts where I have pushed past the first 10 minutes 
and I probably should have stopped because then, you know, when you just feel like you're spinning your wheels, you're like, no, 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 this isn't just, I need to just get my body moving and blood flowing. This is my body is exhausted. I just am not in the zone. I need to just call it quits and call it a rest day. So listen to yourself and your body, whatever feels right, but let's do what we can to take care of ourselves. Big and small, doesn't need to be some gigantic gesture, just do what we can to make life as easy on ourselves as it can be. And something that's also been on my mind the last couple of years, and I actually just recently saw a post on this the other day by my friend Gemini, who has been on the podcast, she's great. And something that's been on my mind more and more the last year or two, two years, let's say, three years, is not needing to solve everything, not needing to crack the code on everything. And that felt so, so against who I am, it felt like, and also who I want to be because I really appreciated that about myself, that I've always been motivated. I've always been curious and also just been motivated to be the best I can be to level up, to understand. And you can't really change anything unless you understand it, right? But that's where, that's a huge energy suck for me is constantly trying to solve my issues, solve my health issues. That takes up most of my time and or solve just little issues like my spray bottle not spraying like it should just needing to solve and understand every single little thing and there's value in that absolutely but often that just takes a lot of time that's time better spent elsewhere that's time better spent on podcasting that's time better spent with my family and so finding that balance is kind of what I've been working on. And just for example, my skin, not needing to source a breakout every single time because there's so many variables in the mix that I really can't possibly understand like precisely and fully, specifically what's causing this zit. I mean, it could be any number of things. And it's good, I think, to have an overall awareness, but I will spin out trying to figure out exactly what caused this breakout or this zit. And my my time is better spent elsewhere. And sometimes it just, it just had this radical thought, like what if you just allowed it, just let it be. And that just felt so refreshing and radical. And it just felt so good. And it felt so freeing and so energizing because, and calming at the same time, because I just didn't so feel so pressured because ironically, that pressure that I'm putting on myself to figure everything out is what's exacerbating the problem. And then it's just a vicious cycle, right? So just think of that, not needing to solve your issues, not needing to solve every single problem, especially the ones that kind of plague you and stay in your mind, whether it's your body composition, what you look like, look like your fitness level, whatever it is, your issues with parenting, your issues with your family, your issues with your spouse, your issues with whatever. And not to say that these aren't important issues, but you don't need to solve them A, all at once, B, right now, and C, sometimes ever. I mean, it depends on what the issue is, but just letting yourself be, letting your body be as it is letting when it comes to your health or your aesthetic what you look like your appearance letting 
sometimes just your relationships be and not forcing them and squeezing them so tightly and just maybe just taking a hands-off approach even for just a day or a week or whatever and just being a lot of times if we can just calm down and if we can just let it be just allow life instead of needing to solve the problem and maybe it's a problem that does need to be solved but maybe you just can if you have the luxury of this hopefully just allow yourself just time to sit with it where you don't need to rush to solve it and sometimes the answer will float to you i i think it's brian tracy who advises to sit i think he does it or he did it daily he's not with us anymore but he would advise to just sit daily especially if there's a pressing problem or a problem that you can't solve or you can't understand he guarantees that the answer will come to you within 30 minutes of silence if you just sit and don't do anything you can't do anything so no multitasking but sit for 30 minutes and then that amount allows your mind to just calm down enough to make connections and to bring an answer your way so that's another technique if you want to try that but that's just something else that we can do to help make our lives easier is just to accept what is and acceptance is gosh it's integral it's it's crucial and you can't really change anything unless you accept it because really if you drill down into it if you're not accepting it then you're not accepting that anything even needs to change in the first place right you're not even acknowledging the issue so first you have to accept it and just that's it that's what I got today is just to let life be easier and to not make it so hard and so complicated. And that's, I mean, anytime that I approach a problem big and small, I just always, for some reason, it's just the way my brain works. I just think of the most complicated answer. And sure, there's value in that. And we're all wired a different way. And it takes all kinds to make a world, you know, and we all have contributions that we can make because of the way we're wired. But just, I've just learned over and over and over again, Often the answer is simple. I'm just complicating it. So I'll try to now, then enough time has passed, the older I've gotten is just to try to consider a simple answer first. Like what's what's a simplified answer to this? And that often has served me. So I hope this helps. I hope, well, I don't know if I hope this resonates with you, but I hope you found value in it. Maybe if it doesn't apply to you, maybe it's something you can share with others that can help ease their life. I think we all could use some extra rest and relaxation. And so thank you for listening. I love you. <laughs>